Well, this whole episode's basically just going to be about Evan Rodriguez, right? And how he's going to put up like 10 points. Minimum. I would, Minimum. I, would think. Yeah. <laughs> I think he tweeted about you today. He probably did. Yeah. From his burner account. From his, surprised. Yeah. Listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast, episode 140. I am Jeff Taylor. And I'm Jordan DeFigio. And this podcast is for you, for Penguins fans, and for hockey fans all around the world. Follow us on Twitter at Penn's Pod and on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly. That's where we're hang, hanging out these days. We did it. We did it. You're so. here. Jordan DeFigio is in the house. I'm literally, literally in my house. And tonight, your Penguins get a visit from Miko Rantanen and the Colorado Avalanche. But right now, we are so pleased to be joined by our good friend, senior writer at The Athletic, Josh Yoey. Welcome to the house. It's an honor to also be inside the house. <laughs> I like how you give Miko Rantanen the plug instead of McCarr or McKinnon, because you're just a beautiful outside-the-box thinker, yeah. <laughs> and I like that about you. I mean, it was kind of inside-the-box. He's leading the He's team on pace in like scoring. 60 goals. That's, that's fair. You know? No, I like that. He doesn't, no, he's the most underrated player in the league. I, I believe that. I want to throw this back to Jordan. I was originally going to say Evan Rodriguez oh, my God. and the oh. Colorado Avalanche, but I came up with something so clever for the, the outro oh, okay. that I'm saving. Oh. So, All right, please, well, there you go. Bring us some Erod love right now because uh, he is in the house. And is he in this house right now? Is he in he the He might be. E-Rod? Is he in the Pittsburgh toilet? <laughs> <laughs> if we would have invited Erod. He's the kind of guy, even on a game day, may have actually made the drive out here. Oh, I what a doll. Oh, yeah, he is. I almost wish we didn't know that we could have had him here on the podcast. Like, mm. I've seen some of those clips they put in the in-the-room footage mm. of him and everything and hanging out with his kids. I feel like he wouldn't have come. He's, <laughs> he wouldn't. I don't think he would be here. Yeah, I'll give it like a 40% chance. Yeah, uh, that's, okay. I mean, that's very generous reasonable. for a professional hockey player to right. join people he doesn't know. That's, yeah. Game and day. I love him. I just love him. And I miss him. The Penguins could really use him uh, right about now. You aren't kidding. Yeah. Well, God, the, ver- the version of him that we had while Gino was out. Yeah, up until yeah. January last of last year. Until yeah. January 11th in Anaheim specifically. Yeah, nobody needs March Erod from last year. No. But I think January <laughs> Erod was a wonderful hockey player. Yeah, he, sh- he sure was. <laughs> yes. I think he was practicing some kind of like, what is it called? Is it transcendental where your mind departs your body? That kind of meditation. <laughs> His, whatever, the, the hockey the hockey Erod departed the hockey body. Yeah. The mind, the mind departed. The, disconnected. But, I liked him. I liked when he was See, here. See, this is why I love this show. Most people will just say, maybe he just needs to be a second-line center, and Gino came back and it screwed him up. But no, no. You, Transcendental. You look at it, yeah. That's, I don't even know what that means. Departation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I know that word. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm a hockey writer. I only know so many uh, so many terms, <laughs> but but no, I like it. That's, that's very interesting. Speaking of your hockey writing, Josh, Yeah. you have, along with Rob Rossi, your other counterpart, mm-hmm. Penguin beat writer, other friend of the show, sure. been... Putting out these pieces oh. 
for the NHL 99 other than 99? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to get 99? Why are they doing 99 uh, and not I, 100? I think he might be coming tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think One, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. With Mario at number two, with uh-huh. uh, uh, Rob just having put his piece out about Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Um, but your, your Sidney Crosby piece from the number four spot following your number five spot piece about Yarmir Yager. But the Sidney Crosby piece popped up in my Twitter feed as Ashley and I were cuddling on the couch. And That's perfect timing. You know, I'm the kind of like daddish person that would, if I see something I think she might be even remotely interested in, I'll just like <clears throat> start reading it out loud and she'll be like, <laughs> not now, <laughs> just not, just not now. I'm, I'm cross-stitching. I'm watching sure. Gilmore Girls. Like, Oh, bless up. Stars Hollow. How you doing? Just read it like Amy Sherman Palladino wrote it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rapid fire. <Like> spring, summer, <laughs> fall. I can't do it like you, Jordan. Uh, so, it's not me. It's Carol King. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, it is so dry. Do we anyway. need a humidifier in here? Because it's real dry. It's really, really dry. <laughs> right now. But, Josh, this... Sidney Crosby piece, I start saying it out loud. I'm kind of going, and then I'm reading through some of the early piece, parts of it to myself. And then you really start digging in with the heartstring pulling Crosby mm. stuff, which I won't say. <laughs> I want people it. to go listen to it. I haven't read it yet. It. But I started crying halfway through it. I started getting choked up. Like I thought, I, I literally just thought I had a, and then you got to some of the, what I'll describe as kind of the like, sunset times the Mm. the early dusk time of 87's nhl career and i just couldn't get all the way through it and ashley put her hand on my knee and she was like are you okay and i was like i'm not (laughs) like Sidney crosby has brought so much light Mm. to this town and and to this league you captured it in such a beautiful way uh i just wanted to say that and and i encourage listeners to go to theathletic.com and, and read Josh's work, Josh Yoey's work, and subscribe to well, The Athletic. I appreciate that. Uh, I'll rewind a few months. We were told about this project, God, I think it was July of last year, and the object was, the voting was already done by, I wasn't even involved with just a few people at our company, whatever. I said, we want you to write an article about each of these guys, something that hasn't been written before. Mm. And I was you know, given the assignment of Crosby, and I thought, you know, I've been covering this guy for 14 years. I've written everything there is to write about Sidney Crosby as a hockey player. I, I've, mm-hmm. We know he's got the greatest backhand ever. We know he's won three cups and the golden goal and blah, 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 blah. I said, I get to be around this guy every day, and he's different than any human being I've ever met in my life. Mm. Like, this is a special kind of human being. And I probably end up taking it for granted because I'm around him every day. I yeah. see this guy more than my friends and family. So I cover Jeez. the team. I'm there every day. And I see the way he treats people. And it, it just blows me away, especially in road games. And I, I met, I started the article with this. Sure. I can't tell you how many times I have seen a child, often in a wheelchair, disabled, after a game, Buffalo, Minnesota, Ottawa, wherever. They always want to meet Sid. Mm. Yeah. And he doesn't just give them two minutes. Okay. He gives them 20 or 30 minutes. I've literally seen him hold the team bus up Mm. and he does this thing, especially when it's a small kid in a wheelchair. I see it all the time. He always sits on the ground so that he can be eye level with them. Right. My gosh. He does. There's a thoughtfulness to him and he doesn't want anybody to write about it. He gets uncomfortable if he sees any of us noticing 
right? Mm. And the way he makes these people feel, it's just different. I, you know, uh, we can we can all be nice to a disabled kid in a wheelchair. We're all gonna we're all human, right? Yeah. But he just there's a thoughtfulness and a wanting to give of himself to these people. He's very well aware of who he is and how he strikes people without having an ego about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you do that. Sure. Like, sure. If I had that kind of power over people, I'd have an ego about it. <laughs> and I think most of us would. He doesn't. He doesn't, but he still instinctively understands it. And I see it all the time. I said, you know, I want to write about this. I want to write about the person that he is away from the rink. He goes to children's hospital all the time, like multiple times in a month. Jeez. And he knows all these kids in Pittsburgh's children's hospital. Doesn't want us to write about it. We've brought it up before. He's very serious. His dad even said to me, we we do this for a reason. Like he doesn't want people to know about it. He knows these. You said he knows these kids. Yeah, I'll tell you. I actually didn't. I may have mentioned this. The article was so long, I don't remember what all I mentioned. Maybe I did mention this, but <laughs> this is 10 years ago, maybe after a practice. I get a text from a friend of a friend. Said It was a picture of a 10-year-old boy. It said, hey, this boy just died in Children's Hospital, mm. and I want you to let Sid know because he had gotten to know him. Oh, wow. And I said, this is, and I didn't even know who the kid was. So it was a little awkward for me. I'm like, okay. But I, so I went up to Sid. I said, hey, I got this text. And I just, this pic, here's the picture. And he got tears in his eyes. Wow. Because yeah. he and Mark Andre Fleury had always and Flower got mm. tears in his eyes. Yeah. Because that they had bonded with this kid and you know went to see him a lot. So Sidney Crosby's the real deal. Like that that's the point of the article. You know, athletes get a bad rap sometimes deservedly. Like as a person. Yeah. You're but saying. If, if you want your kid to pick Sidney Crosby as a role model, if you're an adult and you want Sidney Crosby to be a role model. You chose well. I'm telling you, he, he's he's a different kind of guy, and I wanted people to to get a look at the the person we get to see every day. Yeah, because when did when does that ever happen? Where someone's level of character matches or exceeds their level of ability when they're that talented? It's, because he's a generational talent. Yes. He's he topped Yammer Yager on <laughs> a list of 99 best NHL players since what date? What year was it? The since, because what was this list? It was since sixty-seven. Post expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say it ran this year. week, Jordan. It's twenty twenty-three. Oh my god! Me. Yeah, but, sorry. Uh, well, well, Jordan, to your point, yes. they always tell us never meet your heroes, mm-hmm. and you will be disappointed if you yeah. take a handful of your just list off your top musicians, whoever they are, athletes. Yeah, a couple of them are going to let you down. Sure, that's just that's just the way it goes. Or at least they're they're certainly going to be something be other human. than your weird, yeah. mm-hmm. my weird internal strange brain uh, paints pictures and growing up, you know, listening to records and imagining what these bands were doing in the bus uh, or yeah. how they'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to meet them someday. And they're going to be like, hey, you look like you might be a kind of a good singer. You should come up on stage with us. And it's like, I had play out these, these stories in my yeah. mind, but Sid, I met him very briefly one time uh, and he was very, I didn't ask for 20 minutes. I didn't, I just, I had a, happened to have a penguins hat on. I asked mm-hmm. him if he'd sign it and he signed the yellow underside of the cap. It's right up there on that, on that mantle. And he had questions for me. Like, mm-hmm. are you coming to the game? I can't come to the game. Actually. I just, I just passed by the arena because I knew you guys might be skating. I thought I'd see if I could, you know, spot <laughs> y'all. And he, well, why aren't you coming to the game? And it well, cause I got to sing. And I probably told you this story on the last time when we got together, but it's, uh, it strikes me, it struck me in that moment and and furthermore from all the stories I've heard now that I'm here in Pittsburgh, especially, mm-hmm. 
that it's uh, that that's the real deal. That's really cool. And the pieces, it's really fun. It's also really touching, and people need to read it because he does mean that much to this city. And when the Penguins travel, not all those fans are flying from Pittsburgh to Winnipeg or mm-hmm. to Anaheim. Those people live there, and they may not be from here. Mm-hmm. They were attracted, I think, like I was, from another city outside this area to that light a little mm-hmm. bit and it's and it's disseminated a bit perhaps from Mario and from the sure. other folks that the other folks that's a pretty small group uh, that <laughs> paved the way right well yeah and you know to put it all in perspective with Sid it was about a month ago penguins were in Vegas i sit down beside him in the locker room after practice i said listen we're doing this series the athletic ranking top 100 players of all time i'm doing the article on you you're number 4 <laughs> And he looks at me and he goes, well, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for ranking me so high. I really appreciate that. I'm thinking, oh, you are just sweet as can be. Oh, Knock it off. Oh, what a peach. Oh, I know. my God. But that's just how he is. And, yeah. and I, I walked into the arena that morning for practice and his parents were in front of me. He gets it from his mother. There were like three security people in mm-hmm. Vegas there. And she literally walks up to all three of them and just tells them Happy New Year and rubs them on the back. I'm like, oh Jeez. my gosh! I told Sid that. I said, Sid, your mom is the sweetest human being on earth. She's wishing everybody Happy New Year. He's oh like, yeah. He says just how she is. I mean, she sacrificed. <laughs> oh, she and her her partner sacrificed mm-hmm. a hundreds of dollars uh, appliance for for <laughs> him to shoot pucks into or at, right? I mean, that's the infamous dryer is now in the Hall of Fame, and, isn't it? And Sid didn't grow up with a lot of money. His dad worked multiple jobs, just, you know, hockey's wow. not a cheap game, as we all know. No. And he gets, oh, gosh. It, you know, both of his parents, they're, they're very different, but he, he gets his drive from his dad, mm. that, that steely-eyed competitiveness that he has, but he, he gets his sweetness from his mom. You you can just see it. You you meet her once, like oh god, is she a sweetheart? And just like Sid, yeah. So I, I always say Pittsburgh is very lucky to have him. Yes, he's one of the best players ever. But I'm telling you, um, he represents the city really well. Yeah. he's just a different kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, love yeah. him. Well, that brings us to tonight a little bit, mm. right? We got, Sid's healthy. Knock yeah. on wood, Malkin's healthy. We got we got all of our big guns out there. In the last couple of games, scoring goals, yeah. a couple of goals for Gino in the loss to the Sharks. But the Pens, you know, a surprising amount of points out of, say, the last 10 games, all things considered. As a Penguins fan, it hasn't felt mm. like that to me. Like the ship feels barely on the Yeah, loser points never course. feel good. <laughs> no. I mean, but when you consider the way that they've looked in the games that they've snagged those loser points, it is... It, it is a g- good thing. It's not a bad thing, yeah. but it it is still concerning. So we're coming back from this all-star break, and what is the team going to look like? Is Jari going to be out there? Because Hextall said he's day-to-day. Mm. It, if he's day-to-day for the next 500 days, what does that mean <laughs> right. for the goaltending sure, situation? Sure. Like, Because if, if he's out, no, I don't feel, I don't feel good about it. And even if he's in, and even if he's in, right, Jordan, it's like he's been in and out a number of times in in recent days. I mean, just a few minutes in that Winter Classic game, Mm -hmm. and it didn't look like anything of Mm -hmm. note occurred. And this is the same guy who was, I'm sure, dying to be in the games, but couldn't play against New York last year. And I I just don't want to overthink it. Yeah. He's, He's not playing hockey right now. 
He'll probably be back soon from the sound of it. Mm-hmm. But I, how long will he be in net? Because he was supposed to- And what's the alternative yeah. right now? Uh, Casey dismisses it. Uh, I say this in terms of hockey players in the world. He can be a great goaltender when he's great. And he hasn't been great no. lately. He had a good game against Washington. Uh, in my opinion, you know, yeah. that's kind of the standout game of late. Other than putting up pretty good relief performance in, in Boston and, you know, but- what are, what are we going to do? Oh, Hextall God. says a first's off the table uh, in his in his basic estimation right now. Maybe that's a clever response, meaning it's not on the table right now. It could be in the future. Josh, I, what's your uh, yeah. what's your take on on what? Help the, us here. Well, what's about, what's about to go down for the Pens the here Penguins, in the next few games? Really in the Crosby era, I don't think the Penguins have ever felt this vulnerable. Like they just feel like mm. they're unsteady. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Buffalo and Florida are right on their tail, and you can feel it. Tristan Jari is the single most important person to this team right now. Yeah. When he starts games, the Penguins are 16, 5, and 5. I think that's the number. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they Not had bad. that run in November and December. They look great. Yeah. Um, he put up like a 940 save percentage during that. He was phenomenal. He's really good. I, I, I really think he is. A physically mm-hmm. gifted goaltender. Love him as a goalie. Oh yeah, he's been hurt what four times in the last ten months. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a problem. Casey to Smith's play hasn't been acceptable. It's not a great defensive team to begin with. It's not mm-hmm. easy being their goaltender. I don't blame Casey for all of it, but he's been below the line. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And Tristan, we know he's not playing against Colorado. Uh, Casey to Smith is starting. That's a little scary. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Avs are starting to heat up. I think they've won seven out of the last eight, and they've been really banged up. They they have uh, Bo Byram's back in the lineup tonight. Haven't had Landis Cog yeah, all season. All year. Supposed to be skating soon. Erod's going to put up how many points? Uh, do we? Uh, at least 10, 10 we 10, said. said yeah. 12, I believe it is. Yeah. That's the official we'll word the over from under at 11, I think. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go Stalsy on the over-under. Um, no, so, oh, no. So, tough matchup, but hopefully Tristan can play in the California trip coming up which starts Friday in Anaheim, they need him. They're a completely different team with him in the lineup. But mm-hmm. At least with him, I still think they're a playoff team probably, and they would at least have a puncher's chance when the playoffs start without him. Yeah. I, I don't think they are a playoff team. No. I really don't. And and as for Hextall and what he's going to do. He's going to suit up. Well. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's he might have secret. to. He might have to. Yeah. <laughs> With what he's willing to do with his goalie stick, it might be enough. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm old enough. I remember watching him play in the 80s and 90s. Oh, my God. My God. Complete lunatic on the ice. And off the ice, he's very soft-spoken. Makes and Bennington gentle. look like a Heineken Zero. It's right, yeah, there you go. No, that's exactly mm, what it is. Tasty. Yeah, right. Um, it's not bad as N.A. beer goes, actually. That's kind of my go-to is, is right, the Heineken okay. Zero. So I think, you know... I don't think he knows what he's going to do. I, yeah. I truly believe the next three weeks will, will produce the mindset for him. The schedule's nasty coming up, too. Yeah, it actually great. gets soft in March and April for a while. But the next three weeks, you got the California trip. Those teams aren't very good other than L.A., but it's still not an easy trip. Mm-hmm. You got two games against the Islanders. You got the Devils. You got two games against Tampa coming up. You got to oh go God. to Florida. Even at Nashville, it's not easy. Um, the schedule's a bear over the next month. Can, can we talk about the fact that there is an in regular season playoff series going down between the Penguins and the New York Rangers <laughs> and the way the home and home aspect of it is set up? 
I don't know if listeners have looked ahead in the schedule. Is this a typo? There are back-to-back games in New York over the course of three days, Penguins at Rangers. March 16th and March 18th. Gag. That, that is. Go to the St. Patrick's Day Parade right in the middle. That's a road trip Oh, there. boy. Oh, <laughs> New York, baby. <laughs> Rusty's Irish. Is he, He's the Irish? I, why do I think of Brian Rust as Irish? I've never inquired. I don't know. Because Can of you his inquire? Notre yeah. Dame. Oh, that has roots, to be it. Maybe that may well be. I don't know what Rust. I've never really heard that last name before. I don't know. I just imagine it pronounced Rust, like like an Irish, like Rust. I'll ask. I'll ask after he has a good game when he's in a good mood. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, ethnicity. Just toss him a Guinness and after, see what he does with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. After Jason Zucker has opined that Rust couldn't hit a broadside of a barn with a <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> Well, I love that dynamic between the two of them. They're he, awesome. They can't. They he are. can't play hockey. He can't play hockey. Yeah, like that. Jason Zucker could play hockey. Oh yeah. If, God, sure is he? Can. So is he what gonna is keep going to keep playing? On? What a player! The way that he's been playing. Yeah, because oh. he's talk about injuries and streaky. And, like oh he's he's been on a tear this season. It's been all season. Like mm. he's been the most consistent player and the most lights out player. And wh- like, where would the Penguins be without him? Like, and his facial expressions post yeah. post goal, like goals. That last one when they were wearing the uh, Winter Classic jerseys, I think it was. Oh yeah. And was that was that the uni they were wearing, or was mm-hmm. it an away game in white jerseys? I can't remember. No, I think it was the Winter Classic jersey. Like, oh, yeah, well, he oh, lost my his mind. God. Yeah. The face he made, like oh, yeah. you can see it through the audio right now. My eyes are just bulging out of my head, and I'm and I just stepped on a nail. That's the kind of face he <laughs> yeah. was making. Don't I, you I love how love. much how much he cares? Oh, he cares so oh, much. I always. I put it in an article recently. I said, if if you're able to go to a game at any point this season, when you're at the game, take a couple of shifts and don't even watch the puck. Just watch number 16. You'll never see anyone play harder than that guy. Mm-hmm. He That's why he gets hurt. He plays so hard. He throws his body in front of everything. He I, doesn't care. He's I admire how he plays. Yeah, I admire how he plays. One of my favorite people on the team, too. And, and he's an interesting one. He's a free agent after this year. You don't want to let him go. Mm-mm. I know you don't want to do nothing but bring back guys in their 30s, and I think he's 31 now. But, man. His that... play absolutely warrants an extension. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it there's, does. There's no way that they can look at that and be like, ah, oh, but he's 31. He's not going to cheat you, and I think he's mm-hmm. made of Kenny Malkin better. I, yeah, I do. absolutely. I think he's been a great mm-hmm. line mate for him. They uh, finally found that chemistry yep. that was kind of like teased a little bit bef- when he was in and out of the lineup, but mm-hmm. they really have locked in together, and that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And as and as unimpressive as 77's play has been lately with Jeff mm-hmm. Carter, it is interesting to me because the response on Penguin's Twitter to the second line <laughs> becoming this galvanized unit in a lot of ways is to now focus on the third line because – the brave will get out there and say the bottom six sucks. And I'm like, hold on a second. Freaking nasty little gremlin. I'm coming for your children. Josh Archibald has been out of the lineup. Yeah. And you yes. can't say the fourth line sucks when uh, Teddy Bluger has not had the pieces around him mm-hmm. until very recently with the return of Ryan, pa- Ryan Paling mm-hmm. that we all saw. And the last time you sat at this table, Josh, in that, in that, Season opener episode we did on October 13th. October 13th, I remember it well. Before the Penguins yeah. went out and just vomited goals. Yeah. <laughs> I think they filled the nose like six to one or seven to one. It was insane. Arizona, yeah. We talked about the preseason eye test of Josh Archibald mm-hmm. and how confident Hextall had been in the offseason about, oh, he's going to be a Penguin. I got to give that to Ron Hextall. Mm-hmm. Boy, halfway through the season plus, 
I am super stoked for Archibald to come back. To, to If he plays tonight, which I understand based on everyone on Penguins Twitter, yeah. I'll credit Josh Getzoff. I remember that tweet saying that Coach Sullivan today has said, uh, you may have heard him say it in person, that Kapanen and Josh Archibald will both be in the lineup tonight. Okay, you can't point at the fourth line now, but yeah, mm. that third line setup, it's like, do we focus on Jeff Carter and how he hasn't really been playing that great? Or do we focus on the fact that we absolutely need to be able to depend on someone other than Tristan Jari to backstop this team? Well, what do you folk? What if you if you had to GM? And I'll throw this to Jordan DeFigio. By the way, at Fidge Newton on Twitter, Jordan DeFigio's first episode as co-host. I'm so stoked you're here. I'm an, I'm honored to be here for for the big event. It's well, this History. is perfect. We're we're honored yeah. to have you and and Josh Yoey at. Josh Yoey underscore PGH. That sounds right. I don't know. I think that's on, just on, look it up on Twitter. See so go ahead it. and follow yeah. them. But the two, but the two <laughs> of you, uh, as we say in Jersey, the two of you is what, what, uh, what do you, if you had to GM this, the situation uh. right now, right. Or, or president of hockey ops with no tie tied the situation right now. Is it one or the other for you? Cause it, I guess it sort of has to be right. You maybe maybe you're going to have to, Plug a Drew O'Connor into that spot if you got a sack. You can't move a player. He's contracted. Nobody's going to pick up Jeff Carter's salary right now, right? No, and they're paying him too much to not play him, which is a stupid. It's a stupid thing, but at the same time, it's like you're just going to let that money sit dead on the uh, as a scratch. I I don't really know. I he. It, it's interesting to me that they. Have, they'll send him out in three-on-three overtime, which we've seen a lot of in the past yeah. uh, however many games. Mm. They'll send him out there for face-offs and then be like, no, come back, come back, come back. Right. Like, get That's off, get off the, the ice stuff. right now. That's right his now. job. Liability you. Oh, so it's like. <laughs> and we love Karts. Like, he's I, oh, a cool yeah. personality. I'm BJC. glad he's in Pittsburgh. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's, we, Brian Dumoulin, I want to get to Brian Dumoulin in a second, oh, too. God. But, but he um, had that, I want to win, no, help the team win no matter what. And I, I'm teasing that. I want to get to your article on Brian Dumoulin. But Jordan, please continue. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's because his his one redeeming quality right now is faceoffs. But having him as the third line center just doesn't seem like it's doing much of anything. I don't really know what the the issue is. They're the, not the issue. We know what the issues are. I don't know what the fix is. I don't know what the solution would be. But throw you throw him on the wing, and, maybe and, wing, and give some youth a chance. Yeah, to, like but, you, but then who are you? Who are you scratching in that case? Right, well, Kapanen. Yeah, sure. The fourth line will be fine. Yeah, yeah. I Archibald, you're right. He's been a little spark plugged up. Don't you want mm-hmm. more people to play like Zucker and Archibald? Yeah, isn't that oh, the problem? Yeah. With the, Fiery, isn't that the yeah. problem with this team right now? They're just kind of going fist, through the motions. I'm double yeah. fist pumping mm-hmm. to that. It's like, it, it, trust me, it's painful to watch some games. They say the same things after every game. They just don't show any fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two, but no, our, and I like Ryan Paling. I think there's something there. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, he's, he's an intriguing player. Mm-hmm. So those two, and, and Teddy will wake up at some point. He's always been a good player. That that's pretty good fourth line. Yeah. What's happened in recent weeks? They have a few guys who aren't playing well, Carter, Kapanen, and Heinen, even McGinn lately, and they just put them all on the same line. It's like the spare parts line. Well, <laughs> well don't Oof. screw up the rest of the line, so we're just going to put you all together. So at least the other three lines will be good. Yeah. It's a problem. But then you have that black hole. It is. I, I feel bad for Carter on a personal level. He's yeah. a very prideful guy. I know mm. he cares. He's getting old. You know it when you see it. When the hands start to go a little bit, he's not skating the way he did a couple of years ago when he came here. 
I don't think you can fix that. And it's yeah. a real problem moving forward. Kapanen, he shows his flashes. I wouldn't trust him for a second. Danton Heinen's very streaky. Yeah. I, not very reliable. It's a huge problem. If I had to pick one thing this team needs, it's a third-line center, like a mm. big-time third-line center. And, you, know, you can move Carter to the wing, whatever, uh, if you could get one. But, but right now, I don't know who's, who's going to play though. there? Yeah. I mean, Drew O'Connor could come up and play there, and then you, but then you're scratching a bunch of money. Right, and, and is Drew O'Connor really a third line center at this stage of his career? Maybe I don't. He hasn't shown us that he's that yet either. Right. I don't think they have one on the roster, and that that's their biggest problem. And they'd have to give up something pretty substantial to bring back a real big time third line center that they need. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Hextall can do it or if he's even willing to do it. So, so the goalie question compared to the three C question mm-hmm. is is the three C being the most important piece in your mind more because of the nature of the problem or also partly because there simply isn't a goalie out there for us for what we can maneuver into reality right now yeah i mean they have their goalie but they just need him to be healthy i should say a backup yeah who we can depend on i mean because we need at least a handful of of wins from a backup goaltender from now until the down you know the end of the stretch it's a problem and a backup goalie is easier to get than a third line center they can get a backup goalie. Uh, they can. Um, but I still think just the way the team functions, it's not fair or reasonable to expect Crosby and Malkin in their mid-30s to carry them through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And even in their primes, what would the Penguins have been without Nick Benino or without mm-hmm. Jordan Stahl? That's right. Like you, you have to have the 3C. It doesn't work if you don't have it. And yeah. I, just, I just don't think they have it right now. So that's that's kind of the... The golden idol. That's kind of the at the end of the, and there's a boulder up there, <laughs> jiggling, threatening to chase you down the yeah. <laughs> the path. But uh, uh, okay, so you know another another little uh, thing I wanted to mention was on the blue line. You know, you had this piece about Brian Dumoulin toward the end of January. Uh, there was a bit of a spark from Dumo mm-hmm. in what was it the Washington game? He gets the assist on Dan Heinen's goal. I thought he looked real good on that play. There have been a few little flashes, as I just said. But uh, the idea that I've seen you put out there a few times on Twitter, Josh, when people have asked certain questions about players caring or buying in is the idea that, trust me, folks, they know. And and as having, having played the small amount of hockey that I have played, players don't just put on all that gear and get up early in the morning for yeah. no reason. They really want to be out there. And and you can truly tell when someone doesn't care. Your piece on Dumoulin certainly makes me feel like his quotes alone. Can If I can just share sure. one thing. He says, winning is everything. I want to help us win no matter what it takes. And I, I hear in that quote that that means if what it takes is me not playing on the top pairing Mm -hmm. where I wish I were, where I want to be. Because you asked him, do you want to be on the top pairing with, with Chris Letang? I thought that was a, you, you described it as pointed. I'll just use your own words. I thought that was accurate. It's funny when I interview people, you've noticed a lot of people in the locker rooms have, have their camera up interviewing people on their phone. Yeah. I never do it because I find you don't, it makes players uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. So you don't get the answers sometimes that you're looking for. But when Dumoulin was saying that, I thought to myself, damn it, I wish I was taping this because I wish people could see the look on his face. Mm. Like, you could tell he looked kind of vulnerable and 
and he knows he's not playing well and it's driving him nuts. I, I had a very high ranking person in the Penguins organization back in December tell me, he said, Josh, whatever you write, please don't write that he doesn't care. Like he's beating himself up. He, mm-hmm. he, he knows he's not playing well. He knows his body's not working the way it normally yeah. has it, but he, he wants to be better so bad. And he yeah. has been a little better lately, I think. But Jordan, do you ever remember a season where so many goals against were his responsibility? Oh my it's, goodness. it's never been like that with him it, ever. It is. It really did. Like he, his play sort of dropped off a little bit after his leg injury, mm-hmm. whenever that was. Nineteen, I nineteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it wasn't anything jarring. It was just like, okay, he's he's still trying to find his legs. Literally, he's trying to come back from this injury. But this year, it's the drop off has just been so noticeable, yeah. and it because it does look like. There's a disconnect. You talk about that um, disassociation. Yeah. Like right. it looks like there's a disconnect between his body and his brain, mm. and he. And that's got to be so frustrating. It, it has to be because yes. there. I mean, there are moments throughout my day where I'm like, I know what I want my hand to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Why is it not doing what I want it to do right now? Like you're both just, musicians. You know what that's yeah. like. I'm oh, sure, yeah. right? Some days you have it. It'll some days get, you don't. Yep. Right? It'll get yeah. stuck on the neck of the guitar, and it's like just sure. move, move, mm-hmm. move, and it won't. Yeah. And to have that, like, actually be costing your team mm. goals and games, it's tough because whenever you are looking at it objectively, you do have to take into account the fact that he cares a lot, mm. but you have to be honest in your analysis of it. And what does that mean? Where do you put him? Because you you want to, you, because it's such a, a mind game, hockey. Well, you don't want to just tear down the confidence of your players by tr- tossing them in the mm-hmm. trash. But you also need to be real about it. Like, okay, well, we're not going to give you top pairing minutes mm-hmm. if yep. you're not playing up to top pairing standards. And he, he just said, whatever it takes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I really believe that he, yeah. he means that it's why there's an A on his sweater mm-hmm. when, yeah. when uh, you know, Latang is out. Yeah. As soon as the mind becomes a little too overactive, the natural flow of the hands and the voice can go away. Mm-hmm. And Josh, you said earlier that I wish folks could have seen his face. Jordan, mm-hmm. we're big Penguins fans. Mm-hmm. We know what Brian Dumoulin's face looked like when he said those things because we've seen so many interviews with him. We've watched those In the Room episodes and seen that sincere, the same guy that is like super stoked to build the playlist for the team locker room <laughs> or the guy from Maine who's stoked about the wine or stoked about yeah. any of his other interests. He cares. He cares he, a lot about the things he cares about. Yes. Sure yes. Does. All those other things are just trappings of his profession, of his mm-hmm. life as a as of as an athlete, as a hockey player. And his like so many other players that we come to know through the outlets we get access to, his smile is very memorable. And when someone's warm smile comes across uh, comes across that clearly to me, it also makes me assume, and this may be off, but it sounds like I'm right, that he's got the other as well, which is that deep sense of, you know, although there was something in the article that he said to you, Josh, I actually try to just focus on what I can control, which sounds very like Mike Sullivan, like controlling oh, the controllables. Doesn't it though? And, and he's <laughs> certainly, he is a Sullivanian. Oh, I said to him, I said, get the hell out of here. That's a cliche. Don't give me that. And he said, no. Um, he said, I actually right, mean it. Said, I said, all right, 
keep talking. <laughs> he said, no, That's I really completely how I mean am. it. But I think that is a Sullivan influence. Mm-hmm. And one other thing to keep in mind, yeah, I, I know there's always the Twitter meltdown whenever Dumo's on the top pairing with Latang now. <laughs> and I don't know how the pairings will, un- will shake out. Sure. We'll see. Keep this in mind. The Penguins at their core and their DNA are a superstar franchise. Yeah. The big names have a lot of power. I promise you, Chris Latang wants to play with Brian Dumoulin. Mm-hmm. Just like Sidney Crosby always wants to play with Brian Ross. Just, I'm telling you, he wants to play with him. I don't know if that's the best thing for the team. Maybe it's not. Maybe PO should be there. We we could debate that all day. It's what Latang wants. Sometimes right. those guys get what they want. So just all something right. to keep in mind. Well, the I want to help us win no matter what it takes are pretty brave words for a guy who's probably relied on some of those relationships yeah. for some time, right? And for a guy who's almost definitely in his last season with the Penguins, I can't imagine them bringing him back after this season. Doing mm-hmm. one, I'd be really surprised. So, yeah, well, be interesting to monitor how he plays yeah, down the stretch for sure. So, just to circle back for a second, you are listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast it's at Penn's Pod on Twitter. Jordan DeFigio, the brand new co host of the show, is at Fidge Newton. Uh, Josh Yoey's on the show, senior writer from The Athletic, at Josh Yoey underscore PGH. And I have a new Twitter account as the oh. newly minted co-host oh. of Fly Penguins Fly at Pens Pod underscore JT. Couple pieces about tonight's game. Colorado Avalanche, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, do come into PPG Paints Arena at 27, 18, and 3. Good for, and I may have this wrong, 57 points. Equal to the Penguins, yeah. 24, 15, and 10 record. Okay, I mindlessly copied and pasted that information. Did not notice the point totals were identical. There you go. Starting goaltenders for tonight, certainly Casey DeSmith, 7, 10, and 4 record with a 3.35 goals allowed on the season mm. and a 9.01 save percentage. Going up against, is it Georgiev tonight? No. No. No, he's not playing. Uh, oh. The France, what's it? Francouz? Fra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Francouz? Oh, well, we're not Avs fans here. It's right. Penguins podcast. <laughs> call him Frankie. We're Evan Frankie. Rodriguez fans here. Frankie's playing for Colorado. It's a battle Frankie. of backups, and I bet the over, perhaps. Yeah. And often mm. this first game back after a long break, there's a lot of goals. Oh, yeah. And Pittsburgh and Colorado kind of like to play that way. Might not be a boring game, I'm thinking. It's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mike Sullivan might not be happy even if they win. I have a, I have a oh, hunch. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'll be heartened if they're part of the scoring a lot of goals at least yes that the offense is humming because i'm not expecting very much from number one from rochester new hampshire tonight i will be super pleased if casey DeSmith comes in and owns biz tonight uh jordan any other thoughts about the colorado matchup tonight about the pens coming out of the all-star game expectations hopes predictions you know, it, anytime Sid and Nathan McKinnon go up against each other, it's fun. Mm. And they were just in mm. Florida together for the for the All Star break and the All Star activities or whatever the hell whatever they that did. weekend yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know. It oh, just, that was bunch let's of not talk about that. Underwhelming. Yeah, it, <laughs> up until the actual game, at least we did get to see some goals scored. Sid, and Ovi. yeah, pairing it, up on some of those give and goes were pretty. Pretty nifty, uh, but geez, yeah, dude, not not to weekend. get political, but abolish all star games. But yes. anyway, um, <laughs> oops. hey, I'm kind of 
into that. Yeah, I'd get rid almost, of them. You know what? Bring, just give them a break. Give yeah. all the players a break. That's give the just, fans a break too. We can yeah. go to a movie that weekend or something. Exactly. Right? Go to a concert, whatever. We just yeah. we can see life outside of the bleak. You guys should stage a concert on that weekend every oh, year. Oh, yeah. There you go. Just For come hockey see fans us. only. Yeah. It's a hockey, <laughs> hockey fans night only. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I like the abs. I, they're yeah. a lot of fun. They're, they're likable, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're very likable. Yeah. Uh, a lot of great players. Again, Erod. So bless up. Love him. Um, <laughs> I love it. He's going to, he's going to go off tonight. So that's, that's my, maybe prediction. he'll go off the ice because Josh Archibald is coming on the ice. Oh, They're, they are about evenly oh. met. I feel like they're a good pair yeah. to have an issue with each other tonight. They might, they wow. might get a little testy with each other. Like that prediction, you know, yeah. Archie's going to be like, he's got a piece of hay in his mouth. He's like looking up at the stars. The Western. He's in the holodeck of the, apparently, because it's nighttime right. outside. Right. Of course. Right. In my mind, like sure. in the USS Enterprise. Uh, that okay. is going to begin to wrap things up for episode 140 on today's installment of Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Penn's Pod, on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly. Again, you can follow Josh Yoey of The Athletic at Josh Yoey underscore PGH. Josh, thanks again for joining Jordan and I on the show. Yeah, you are two of my favorites. I mean that sincerely, and I uh, wish you luck in the uh, joint venture here. I'll Ew. be listening. Thank you. Found it, Jordan. Let's do this. Oh, my short Boom. arms. There we go. Remember, if you've got a friend who needs to know about Fly Penguins Fly Game Day podcast, please go ahead and tell them about it. Shoot a link to an episode. You can watch tonight's home game versus the Colorado Avalanche live from PPG Paints Arena in downtown Pittsburgh on at and TSN, in the Pittsburgh area, and on ESPN Plus everywhere else, oh. except for in unincorporated Golden, Colorado. <laughs> As longtime listeners know, one of our favorite ways to tune in via terrestrial radio or on the web at 105.9 The X FM, where Josh gets off and Phil Bork will have the call. Enjoy tonight's Penguins home game versus the Colo Erado Avalanche. And of course, let's go, Pen!